Grow what matters, one step at a time. Little by little, your steps will add up. Laura Casey Man's time here is finite, but the influence of a man is infinite. The question is what shall we do with the daylight that remains? What's up, everyone? Uh, long time no see. Glad to be back in the seat. Um, so I have kind of been trying to pull myself back together, right? Uh, COVID did a number on me where I allowed myself to get lazy and weak and, and less happy and things. Just everything that I would track as like some of my goals or dreams or desires or self um self characteristics i just feel like i i'm in a in a worse state than i would like to be right uh covid kind of isolated us uh i have a job where i work from home and it became even more from home and so i just um various things have kind of impacted physical mental emotional um aspects and so as i'm trying to kind of gather like okay what are my real goals what do i want to do where do i want to take my life um i've got some some kind of interesting thoughts I want to share with you guys. So number one is uh, what we learned from that Harvard study of adult development, the, the one where they've followed these children from elementary school all the way through their lives. Many of them are in their nineties now and some, some have passed and, and they've started following their children and grandchildren and added others. What we learned from that study is that strong relationships, social circles, uh, you know, connections to people that you love, is the number one factor in having happiness, right? So if your relationships with people you love are the main thing that drive happiness and joy in your life, are your goals that you've written down and you work on daily, uh, do they include that? Do they include those aspects of your life? Are you working on having a stronger relationship with the people around you, the people you care about. Uh, you know, if, if I were to ask you, you know, for your goals list, I imagine most people's would uh, be focused around, you know, finances, maybe physical health, uh, probably some sort of business development or, or whatever, uh, maybe a few hobbies out there or, or um, destination vacations, kind of stuff like that, right? But how many of them are based around the thing that gives you the most happiness, which is your relationships. And, uh, you know, I was listening to, to Tony Robbins, heard a bit of his thing saying, what if two people fall in love, they're, they have an immense amount of love for each other and affection, and they both have an energy level of like 10, high energy, right? How's that relationship? Let's say down the road, they still have the same love, but their energy level has dropped to a five. Is that relationship as good or worse than the one that when they were at a 10, right? And then even more, you go through COVID, whatever, you're, you still are madly in love, but your energy level is at a one or two. Well, now you're starting to have problems and you're wondering like, what the heck's going on, right? So it's like, do things that can get your energy level up to the point where you can provide that relationship, the energy, time and attention and spark that it needs, right? Uh, and a lot of times we think in sense of marriages, but what about your relationship with your kids or relationships with your coworkers or with your friends that you play basketball with or whatever, right? Um, 
get that energy level up. So define your goals um, around things that give you energy, that allow you to feel worthy of love and service, and also able to provide love and service to others, right? So that's kind of the first thing. Next, kind of building on that whole energy thing is I, I believe it was Jay Shetty anyways, talking about when when uh, he was a monk, right? They were using competition in a positive way. You're almost like competing, like who can be the most um, kind and grateful or generous or uh, the best team player or whatever, right? And so it's like competition can be a good thing, but but then he, he, he went on to talk about that uh, your goals shouldn't be those end results, those destination things, but they should be the process that you want to work in every day. So if it was a career that we're talking about, like don't, don't try to be a singer because you want to be like Ariana Grande or something. If you love working on singing every day, then be a singer, right? Not the end goal, but the process. What's the process that you want to wake up and work on every day? And you know, whether that's a career or a, a relationship or whatever, like figure those things out. Take the time to, to self-reflect and see like what are my personal self-interests that I want to do every single day. And if I'm not doing that, uh, why not? What's holding me back? Am I are my goals wrong? Am I dependent on a certain income or job? Have I pigeonholed myself? Like, what are you gonna do to shake it up? Get yourself working on the processes instead of end results. And then the last thing is I was listening to Simon Sinek and he was um, he mentioned how he went to a military base and, and observed like boot camp and, and things. And he's, he said, you know, such an interesting human experience or experiment rather that they take these people who have never met each other. They're from different backgrounds and environments and everything. And within a very short time, they are willing to lay down their life to save their brother or their, you know, fellow soldier. And when you ask them why it's because they believe the guy to their left and the guy to their right would do the same for them. Now, if you feel valued to that degree, you're willing to sacrifice yourself for the person that values you. And now they feel valued by you and you have this camaraderie, this strong bond, this relationship, right? Trust. Um, In our workplaces, in our marriages, in our uh, friendships, like, do we have that? Is that, does that exist? Like I know in the workplaces, it's certainly changed. Like most people don't feel like their company would sacrifice for them. Therefore, they're not going to sacrifice too much for their company. Right. And that's a, that's a poor structure. Um, It's a poor uh, social dynamic, especially for a place that you're spending eight hours a day, five days a week at. Right. So how can we change those things. I think it applies to your marriage. Does your spouse feel like you are willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that they are well and happy and taken care of and that that you would sacrifice for them? And do you feel like they would that you know they would sacrifice for you? And so if not, you know, have those conversations, work on those initiatives. So anyway, I hope hope this uh 
is a nice guide for you. If you feel like you're in a slump, um, a couple of things to think about, pull yourself out, you know, get yourself physically active, get yourself uh, working on self-reflection, get your goals straight, get the priorities, the main thing, the main thing, as Stephen Covey says, right? Keep the main thing, the main thing. And if it's number one is your relationship, that's going to give you joy, work on that, work on yourself in order to be able to provide those things to your relationship. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, thanks for listening to the entire episode. As a token of gratitude, I want to give you a discount on my book, Ingrained. Head over to bronsonwilkes.com store and download Ingrained for less than a dollar with the coupon code GOALS, G-O-A-L-S.